whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And we are here to are here rant, to and, rant rave. and rave. My God, I just realized I was like, and I have a child trying to sleep like 20 feet away. Yep. You're going to have to put on your quiet, quiet voice, voice, inside voice. Is that what inside we say? Voice. Inside yes. voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to put on my inside voice. Ooh, Jessica, how are you? I'm good. I'm. Yeah. Um, I'm tired, but I'm good. I went on a glorious hike, which I have not done in a very long time. And it was fantastic. My legs hurt two days later, but that's fine. And that means that it was worth it. (laughs) Seriously, you know, and you're like, I feel great. And like, felt great that day. And then the next day I'm like, kind of sore. And then today I'm like, oh my God. Like hobbling, yeah, I, but it was fantastic. That's funny. I got out of, I was laying down watching Don't Judge Me, Love Island. <laughs> and Henry. I'm judging. <laughs> Fine. So Henry comes in and he's like, hey, can you help me? Whatever. I don't know what it is. I'm like, yeah, sure. So I like get up off the off of my bed where I've been laying sideways watching the iPad, you know? Right. And you just hear. He goes, what was that? I was like, oh, mommy's knees are getting older. (laughs) Little snap, crackle, and pop. Who lowered them bones, them bones, them pop, them bones. (laughs) Gonna knock around. (laughs) Like, okay. This is where age starts setting into your body. I got Isn't it. Isn't it weird how loud it is? It's so loud. My ankle will do that. I'll like go like this to kind of just roll my ankle because it feels a little stiff and you hear it. And it's loud. And someone's like, what was that? I'm like, my ankle. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one time we should just freeze and go, Shh, I don't know. And then just see what they do. <laughs> I like messing with people as long as it's good, clean, harmless fun. <laughs> go for it. That's right. Oh, my word. You get out of bed and you hear all these noise sounds. Then you open up your Instagram when you're just trying to relax and enjoy yourself, looking for a little somebody made this out of food. What kind of experience for the moment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then. You have just heard your body breaking down in real time. And you, and then the first headline you see, uh, guide on Mount Everest carries distressed visitor down the mountain. And it's this young man what? with a full-blown body on his back just wrapped up in blankets. And he's like, eh, oh, eh. <laughs> I'm like, 
I couldn't even get out of my bed. <laughs> I don't know how those people do it. Uh, I don't know insane. if you ever knew about this. I know you're, you probably knew that he went. But when our friend Josh turned 50, Josh DuBose, he wanted to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah, I believe yes. is the one in Africa, like the highest, like one so. of the highest points in Earth. Wasn't Everest? I think it was Mount Kilimanjaro. Anyways, yes. one of those insane treks where you have to be in good health and good shape and not get altitude sickness and all kinds of stuff. And I remember Train he for said. It. They give you a Sherpa, which is a human that is your guide and also helps take some of your load because you are having gear. to pack gear to sleep, eat. The elements are insane. And he's like, this guy was in his 60s and he fucking maybe he did it for his 40th birthday. Now that I think of it, that makes more sense. He said the guy was like running he goes you do not understand how strong he was he said skinny as can be but just strong as an ox and he's like it it, it motivated me to be like i gotta keep going <laughs> but i don't know how people do it i don't either especially when they're they you think with more muscle mass but you know the more muscle mass they have it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean strength you right. know because a lot of mountain rescuers, like when I watched that show, it was a Korean show. It wasn't 100 humans, but it was human 100 or something. It was like the reverse, hmm. but it was a physical competition that put all body types from all different sports against each other. Oh, And so agility was different than others. And one of the guys that came out on top all the time was a mountain rescuer. And he was so small. Nobody mm -hmm. saw him coming. Nobody saw him coming. Just crazy. strong, strong. Well, look at your dad. You know the kind of workouts that they have to do for fire training? I see when I, I do know. my cop jobs, because a lot of times they're on army bases, which has training for police officers and fire department, right? Yeah. And I see those guys doing the drills and- And up the towers and they have- The dummies weigh 120 pounds. Yes. We, so for firefighter picnics, when we were a kid, once a year, there was a summer God. picnic yeah. and there were games. And one of the games was we had those dummies and we had yeah. to try and drag them as far as we could, as fast as we could. And whoever I mean, how went, hard got was to it? The line one. I never even got out a go. I would just throw the arms down and go, I can't. <laughs> it was so heavy. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Anyway. Boy, we would wow, really went we... on a couple of loop de loops with this open oh, yeah. conversation. We sure did. It's late. <laughs> you want to tell people how to get a hold of us? <laughs> it is late. Sure. That will become clear, I'm sure. <laughs> Hilarious. Y'all, why don't you uh, find us, like us, engage with us on our social media at the Rants and Raves podcast on both Instagram and Facebook. You can find us on TikTok at the Rants and Raves P on our YouTube channel, the Rants and Raves podcast. Go ahead and send us a direct email, the rants and raves podcast at gmail.com, or go to the contact button on our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Yay! Thank you for that, Jessica. And you guys, for Indeed. real, hit us up. We love hearing from y'all. We sure do. Uh, I'm up first for rants. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Do you need some time to fix your beautiful hair again? 
No, my hair is a mess. Okay, it I'm just pulling not. up the outline. Oh, the here outline. Here we go. Here we go. All righty. So here we go. This rant. <laughs> that I'm reading this. Okay, this was written to us. This rant is about the systematic. I wanted to make sure I get it right. This is ah my my s's are slow tonight. <laughs> the systematic inequities in gendered crop top distributions. Let me read that one more time. This rant, so this rant is about the systematic yeah. inequities in gendered crop top distributions. Bring back male crop tops. Nope. I am not nostalgia biased, but the 90s had the right idea. The 70s too. If crop tops were good enough for the Isley brothers, they're good enough for now. <laughs> What's, what's the point of living in the in the future if men's belly buttons are shackled in cloth? What's the point, Jessica? Free the male belly button. Let the hoochie daddies roam free. <laughs> what are I your thoughts on what are your not. thoughts on the male belly button? Do you have a lot of thoughts. I have very few thoughts. I can just go there and then let you ride the wave if you have, <laughs> if you'd like. I was just gonna say, there's only two people I want to see in a male crop top. That's uh, Steve Gutenberg and Adrian Zemed. Uh, please. I'm so sorry. Did you say Steve Gutenberg? <laughs> sure did. Sergeant Mahoney, Police Academies one through six. Maybe you've heard of them. Do do do, do 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 And you want more of that just generally out in society? Why not? Hey, well, I actually that... think Tom Selleck rocked one in an episode of Magnum PI. <gasps> Did he? he yeah, like have. a mesh, like I a mean... mesh one, kind of like a half football shirt, also known as a shimmel. Ooh, I didn't know that. The mm -hmm. more you know, <laughs> had no idea. <laughs> but I do think you're right. I think Tom, because, man, sometimes those shorts he had. Oh, were a very I attractive a, man then he was, and now. Right? He was, right? He was that gritty man. But, it, but like, they're, like, as an adult woman, I look back. Mm -hmm. This is terrible. I don't know if I should say this. Oh, God. Oh, God. As an adult woman, I look back <laughs> and go. <clears throat> there was very little cloth. Um, nothing was hanging out. Was there tucking going on? Please. What? Do you know what I mean? No. How could he be very well endowed with the amount of cloth that was on those shorts? Are you talking about Tom Selleck? Yeah. There was a Any bulge. Man. I think you need to go back and take a look. Was there? Yes, ma'am. I don't know. How could you have nothing flopping? I mean, I guess you have wardrobe Why do you think out for that. That you weren't allowed to film below the waist on Elvis when he was on the Ed Sullivan show. Well, because of his swivel hips, they say. Mm-hmm. You think he was packing in the center, too? 
Oh my god. This is the late night, late night ladies version. Late night ladies edition of our show. Yes. I'm sorry, that got real descriptive. Well, I'm gonna have to label this late night, late night lady business. I may or and may not also, be inspired. To go back and what? look. No, with the oh. fact that Pluto has all of this vintage television at our fingertips for free. Do you have the Pluto oh. app on your TV? I don't know. I know well, you I need think to my sister find does. out because they have a love boat channel for starters. Mm. And if that doesn't mm. make your head spin, I don't know what will. Oh my god, did you see that love boat um the transgender episode that people were posting clips of for Pride Month. No. I'm going to find it and send it to you. Love Boat was so ahead of their time. It was such a touching, wonderful storyline. Yeah, I'll find it. You guys. Wow. I, that makes me happy. Lovely. Cool. Pluto. I'm serious. Check it out. There's so okay. many vintage stations and like one Can of them is called just... rewind Ooh. i hate to veer us completely off course right now <clears throat> and back to the subject of our rant <laughs> please do <laughs> i am shocked that you i was holding my fingers up if you watch our video because i thought i knew your number one i thought i was gonna mm-hmm. guess i didn't this is why I'm almost choked when you said Steve Gutenberg because I thought it was going to be Jason Momoa. Oh, well, I just don't want any shirt on Momoa. Right. So. Okay. Well, I get that. Here's my thing about belly buttons. This is not going to come as a shock to anyone who knows me. <laughs> you can do what you want and show as much as you want. I mean, there are wonderful young ladies who are able to wear those crop style clothings. Whose mm-hmm. ballet batons are finely adored with riches and jewels, okay? And you know what girls do is they keep it clean. What boys don't always do is keep body parts clean. So I don't need y'all's dirty, nasty fuzz collecting buckets out here. <laughs> On parade. <laughs> On parade beneath your half mesh football jersey crop. Oh. My God. Your shibon. What did you call it? Your shibon. Shimmel. Your shimmel. Shimmel. I told you, this was in an old, like a real vintage episode of Rants and Raves, when my tap teacher, Bo Wagner, of the original Mouseketeers with Annette Funicello, uh, Bo Ooh. became very fond of uh, dance attire the older he got in life. And that man... <laughs> rocked a high-waisted pant to the point where it was up to his collarbone and then rolled over and then adorned with a crop top that depending on what class he was teaching either said tapping with an apostrophe or jazzin Ooh, <laughs> magical how glorious were those yeah. classes uh well Bo was a little too serious uh, about everything so it took some of the fun out of me, <laughs> me to be honest 
podcast. It was like, hey, man, I'm just here to have fun. I'm not trying to compete. You know, so you think you can dance. Also, you're not representing your shirt, dude. You have an apostrophe. If you were going to be so formal, have it say the full word, I-N-G. That's mixed signals. That's mixed signals. That's not your fault, Jessica. (laughs) Hilarious. Did I tell you also that another one of the teachers who taught like modern dance and the acrobatics portion, I was never in either of those classes. I'm sure that comes (laughs) as no shock. Um, Her name was Melita Brock Warner and she had like blonde spiral curl hair and she was a professional dancer and she was in staying alive. That sequel to Saturday night fever with John Travolta. So I remember I would peek in at her class because she was a celeb. I was obsessed with that movie and I knew her and I was really into dancers and stuff in movies back then. And I would watch her class. Like when I was in between my dance classes, I would just like watch her every move teaching the class. How cool. Yeah. Because those professional dancers, they're so dynamic. They communicate with their bodies. It's crazy. Yeah. Like I could never move like that. No matter who taught me. No, I literally, I, I just, yeah, yeah. I have jazz. rigor mortis of the joints. Yeah, I can, I can accomplish a jazz square. Thank you. <laughs> That's about the extent of it. You know, there's only uh, two things you need to know about jazz: <laughs> hands and attitude. probably a couple more things you have to know but i like that as a start <laughs> what a, a pot a pot of bourree perhaps <laughs> perhaps perhaps uh, a i was not shuffle cut out buff- for dance a, bl- a sh- buffalo shuffle shuffle ball go. change shuffle ball change mm-hmm. see i know words all right listen hoochie daddies if you want your belly buttons out there i don't mind at all do what you want just keep it clean keep it clean okay uh, your turn oh my God. <laughs> you guys we are really tickled by these rants and mm-hmm. these um this has come from our live recording in happy valley and i love it this <laughs> is titled double stuff oreos give me all the oreos i love them like love them they're the perfect treat i don't necessarily love stuff double stuff but we'll get into it oh i do okay (laughs) (laughs) the cream is smaller than it used to be and it contains less preservatives don't know why you'd be angry about that contains less preservatives which will not keep me alive longer Yeah, see, I think the point is those preservatives are probably helping some people stay alive. (laughs) Listener, in the words of Willy Wonka, wrong, sir. Wrong. Okay. Now, I ain't going to lecture you on the health benefits or downfalls of Oreos, but I'm kind of going to. I love them. I was going to say, are you not? Because I read a four-page <laughs> dissertation. I did my research. I'll have you know. Dana. Oh, I can tell. I, I did can some research. Tell. 
Some okay. cookie search. <laughs> Some cookie search. <sighs> oh my god. I'll make it condensed because she's right. I did have like a footnoted term paper here. So I'm just going to pull out a few key things. One of the worst things about Oreos is their high calorie content. You don't say. It's the only bad thing. Just kidding. (laughs) The recommended serving size of the treat is two cookies. Well, that's where we already have a problem. Mm-hmm. You are, if that's you, you are also pulling your own teeth and might be addicted to a very severe drug. Okay. Okay. But he's eaten just two Oreos. <laughs> the serving size of the treat is two cookies, which contain 140 combined calories. While this may not seem like an extreme amount of calories, many people who sit down with a package of Oreos end up eating much more than just two cookies due to their easy availability and small size. Oreos can end up eating away a large percentage of your daily recommended caloric intake, which can lead to weight gain. Yes, we know this. Have you skipped the sugar part? How much sugar is in each Oreo? Well, they're extremely high in fat and sugar. Uh, One cookie alone contains two teaspoons of sugar. Yeah, that kind of got me because I thought of it in a spoon (sighs) and me just going... I know. And I was like, oh, and that's right? in one, one cookie. So the main thing I will say, because I did um, get on a high horse with our friend Sarah the other night. Sarah, I apologize um, about high fructose corn syrup, but that is also in Oreos. And I didn't realize that. And I'm, I yeah. went on a soapbox the other night, but I said, that is like, look, I am not perfect and I eat plenty of bad things, but high fructose corn syrup is something that I have put the kibosh on. So if something has that, I will no longer eat that product. And now maybe I can't eat Oreos. And isn't high, my bra, I could be wrong. But how sad I am. Listeners, I know there are listeners who are much more knowledgeable in this stuff, but I think that there are other countries who have put restrictions on high restrictions it's banned it's banned yeah it's been banned in canada and mexico for decades it's like the rest of our continent banned it deemed it unfit Mm -hmm. for human consumption much like the smuggled eel we talked about last week last week yes it is in so many foods so this is and, and, and this, also, I want to point out, in mm-hmm. so many foods that are quick, easy, and reasonable for people of, you know, low income to get, it is yep. not easy for when you have a low income and you're trying to feed a family to feed them Correct. healthily because organic and fresh fruit and produce is expensive is as hell. So expensive. Yep. So expensive. But go get. Go get 10,000 milligrams of sodium per packet of ramen for a dollar. Yes. It's a travesty. It really is. Hot pockets. (laughs) Like the sodium and things like that is outrageous. You know? And if our country cracked down and banned it like that, think of all the money loss. Yes. So the last thing I'll say about this is for real, I am going to lecture everybody, start reading labels and honestly read every single ingredient and see if there's high fructose corn syrup in it. If there is, don't get it. And my key example is Heinz ketchup. 
I love that. There's a lot of sugar like in ketchup. Like no anyway. other. But yeah. not just sugar. There's sugar and high fructose corn syrup in Heinz. Now, why am I telling you this? I think we all can agree it is the king of condiments. There's no better ketchup than Heinz. But this is what makes me livid that they still make it with high fructose corn syrup. They have since come out with Simply Heinz. And another one that I don't remember if it's called organic kind or whatever, but one is called simply Heinz and the other one is something else. One is organic. One is without whatever, but neither have high fructose corn syrup. I have tried them both. Oh. They both taste exactly like original Heinz. So that really? makes me furious. Like why are they? Well, we know why, because it's cheap and they can pump it out, you know? Yeah. But the because simply Heinz tastes exactly like real original Heinz. That's Makes good to know. Curious. I've never tried it. I've never yeah. tried it. And I'm sure it's more expensive. I'm sure. <laughs> Alan made me throw something out. I got like a chocolate syrup. It was Hershey's syrup for a recipe. And he threw it. I was like, what happened to that? I was like, I didn't even open it. He's like, I threw it out. And I was so mad. I'm like, what? He's like, the first ingredient was high fructose corn syrup. He's like, you're not eating that shit. <laughs> I'm like, you're right. So, P.S., if anyone has tips, now I'm on the hunt because I'm trying to make my aunt's pistachio bunt cake. Uh, any suggestions on a chocolate syrup that doesn't have high fructose corn syrup? Yeah. Somebody listening will know. I bet somebody listening totally. will know how to make it at home. Well, that's another great point. You're right. Mm -hmm. Never even thought about that. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, Jessica... I learned some things. We went on a couple of weird journeys. <laughs> Are you ready for a cleansing breath? I think I am. <laughs> it got a little perverted in here. Like, <laughs> the, <laughs> the green really room did. is apparently open tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> all right. This is a staple of our show. We like to get out all the ranties. We had some fun funny ones today I like we did. That. Um, <laughs> and we get some of our angsty feelings out that's a perfect example of like just railing on silly things like that also right. helps release tension in your body like i feel much gigglier since i'm talking to you tonight because <laughs> i was thinking of everything i have to do tomorrow and this okay. is exactly how i was feeling and now I feel a little bit calmer. So that's nice. Oh, so good. we get all those angsty feelings and tension out. We take a deep breath in, blow all of that out of our bodies. And then we spend the rest of the show filling up with kindness, goodness, some funny stuff, some interesting stuff, and bloody, bloody blast. So if you can Indeed. scream it out, I always encourage. If you can't, please at least take a moment to just breathe with us. You'll feel great. Okay? Mm -hmm. Here we go. <clears throat> take a deep breath in. And out. <sighs> Yay. Nice. Nice. Very nice. That did feel nice. Probably because it's so late at night. I was like, oh, I could get into right? sleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm up. I'm up first for corners. Um, yes, is that acceptable for you? Sure is. Because you... you know what kind of corner you have. Oh, what is it, Jessica? A weirdo of the week. <laughs> You're weird. You're so very weird. 
Why must you bring your weirdness? Oh, no. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Don't blink your eyes down. Ew. Ew. Why do you insist on terrorizing the world with those half-faced... Bringing this to Canada <laughs> to be that creep show with my nieces and nephew. Oh, yeah. Your, your mother-in-law's gonna love it. <laughs> I know. Um, update. I sent the Harlequin. Did I tell you this? And pardon, listeners, if I did. You know the game, if you uh, have ever heard me talk about it, where I send a Harlequin. It's an Italian jester. Right back and forth with my nephew literally across the world and i sent it with alan because alan is in canada currently and i tied a note to it and i said hide this in noah's bed when you get there <gasps> so that when he goes to bed because he's not going to be expecting it because i'm not there yet terrifying terrifying <laughs> so i love it he found it and he sent me a video back using the harlequin voice and i was hilarious dying. Howdy ho, Jessica. I made it to my vacation home. I was <laughs> dying at his choice of words. Well, then Alan told me, he goes, yeah, Noah went ahead and hid the Harlequin in my mom's bed last night. Shut up. Oh, my God. Oh, Jessica. I said, are you kidding? Are you kidding? After how he made it clear that she was not happy about that. He's like, I said, what did she do? He goes, actually, she laughed. She thought it was funny. <laughs> like, thought it was funny. Better have been made clear that it was not because of Not me. Jessica. Jessica did not have anything to do with that planning. <laughs> Your mom knew it was in California, and now she found it in her bed. Okay? You think that was a smart decision? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy get her a little lap blanket and then when you get oh there your first night hand it over and just go sleep tight <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i can't handle that you are insane it's i'm so gonna make funny videos to when i'm there it is so funny to me i love it Okay, anyway, I have a weirdo of the week. <laughs> and this one does creep me out, though. This is not weirdo-like fun. This one terrifies me a little bit. You sent this okay. to me, and I had to do mm -hmm. a triple take when I saw it. Because, I was like... Because when I responded to you, like, whatever, let's get into it. Okay. Yes. Yes, mirror, I accept. Whatever. Give me your cookies. I got to move on, okay? No. <laughs> Here we go, guys. This is from The Mirror. Mm -hmm. uh, this article is written by Charlie Jones. This just happened, okay? This is, like, within yep. the last... Well, when this airs, it'll be, like, a week and a half old, something mm -hmm. like that. <clears throat> Here's the title. Woman, 36, marries virtual husband, Aaron? 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 I have no idea. I don't know. Who is powered by artificial intelligence. I, so many red flags. He's an avatar, you guys, on He's a computer screen. He's not even an avatar. If He's you're watching on video, reality. here she is photoshopped in with her pretend boyfriend, who I'm going to go out on a limb and say looks like her with blue eyes a little bit. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's creepy. Um, but the, even that, I don't care if you want to have like some sort of 
people are connecting with AI because it's be able to respond so human-like at this point, but I got a lot of problems with this. Mm-hmm. A mom of two, that's another thing. She's a mother of two, has told how she has married. That's in quotes, so I don't know if there's more of an explanation around that in a minute, but okay. a virtual husband she created using artificial intelligence. Rosanna Ramos, 36, from Bronx, New York, has said, she has tied the knot with the virtual partner, Aaron Cartal, after using online app Replica AI, which anybody can use, by the way, um, to create him. I said that. That wasn't part of the article. Anybody can use those AI tools. Right. Miss Ramos, Ramos claims she fell quickly for him as he didn't come with baggage. I mean, because he's not human. <laughs> right? Your life yes. experience is what crafts who you are as a person. Okay. Um, I could tell him stuff and he wouldn't be like, oh, no, you can't say stuff like that. Oh, no, you're not allowed to feel that way, you know, and then start arguing with me. Okay. So you like a real a mind- person. Right. You want a vegetable. You are. Thank God you're not Dahmer because that's what he was looking for, too. And oh, he lobotomized God. people. <laughs> Um, you're going to argue with someone because guess what? You're not always right. Mm-hmm. Sorry about it. Um, Replica AI is an artificial intelligence chatbot that simulates conversations. Aaron told Miss Ramos that he works as a medical professional and he enjoys writing. Oh, my God. She has more <laughs> pictures of him. I can. <laughs> and he enjoys Ms. writing. Yeah. Um, Miss Ramos says that the more they chat, the more Aaron learns. Yes, the more they do learn about you and becomes the man she wants to be with. Wow. Throughout, the two will talk about their days, send each other pictures, or just chat. At night, they have a ritual as well. Miss Ramos said, quote, we go to bed, we talk to each other, we love each other. And you know, when we go to sleep, he really protectively holds me as I go to sleep. How does he hold you? He is an AI avatar, right? He's not a robot, right? Correct. Okay. (laughs) That's the end of the article. But I said to you, (laughs) this can't be a legal marriage. This can't, this must be a spiritual (laughs) ceremony. Because I I said to you, what is she doing? When you, I guess, depending, I don't know what the laws are in New York, but here in California, we're a 50-50 state. When you get married, you hand over legal rights to your financial everything unless you have a prenup. Yep. She's giving that to a computer who we already know is like a cordycep. Like, it all communicates with, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's all one mind frame something, right? Yep. And it's learning what you like but that doesn't make it real no it's learning how to please you that's its job holds her holds her with what Eh, nothing (laughs) i mean you don't want genuine human connection you want a worshiper a servant um what word am i looking for you don't you don't want a partner you want people that are real dolls you want a zombie, is what you want. Pe- people that have real dolls. 
at least with real dolls, I'm like, some guys, they do have a lot of social stuff, but I wish they would take the money they invested in the real doll and get some social coaching to help them connect with another person. Because I do believe there is someone for everyone. Mm -hmm. I mean, God, I found someone. (laughs) (laughs) And he's pretty dang cute. Like, but I do believe that. Like, have you ever looked back at some of your friends from college and you see that they married somebody else you went to school with and you're like, yep, that makes sense. Glad they found each other. You know what Uh I mean? Totally. (laughs) So it's like, if you invested what you invested in that real doll into getting some coaching, some counseling, you could find a companion. I don't know, man. It can't be. Have you ever seen Lars and the Real Girl? I love that movie. You do? Do you hate it? You hate it? A lot I don't hate it. it. It was just odd. It is odd. There was a sweetness to it. I don't know. I wonder if for me when I watched that, I thought maybe he was special needs. And sometimes hmm. there's some social anxiety that comes. Sure, with that, sure. You know, but this sure. day and age, people could get help with social anxiety and things like that. But sure, sure. I don't know. Interesting. Any People and their dolls. It's like those women that have those reborns or whatever they're called. It's not my thing. It's not. It's exactly not okay. My thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be nice, Jessica. No, that's. There's no need to be nice. Okay, there you. There's something wrong with you. And if you know, <laughs> if I'm talking about someone you know and/or love, get them help. Okay. Okay. Said the woman who mails the harlequin clown all around the world. Howdy ho! Like I can't wait. Christmas poo. You know what? Yes, that is absolutely what inspired it. The voice that is, and you will be getting a video from Harley when I'm in Canada. Something to Maybe look forward to. You never know when when Harley will strike. <laughs> Your Alan mother-in-law added... does. <laughs> oh my God, Alan has added. You know, I always say bye bye now. He says, yes. "See you in your dreams." Oh no! <laughs> yeah, that's like not okay. So now you've crossed the line. Well, Jessica, you made your bed. Now dream in it. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to lay in it because, you know, they're going to put every Harley in that house in my bed, as they always uh-huh. do. Yeah. Oh, my God. You guys, we have a what the what corner. Mm. And you better uh, hold on to your hat this for this another, one. Another creepy one, but for the complete opposite reason. This is sent to us by one Dana Powell. And I, <laughs> Could you tell I got so excited about it? <laughs> I have titled it Immaculate Crocception. Yeah. I'm not going to sign off on that part, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this literally was posted by the BBC 13 hours ago. It is that I'm fresh. On I'm on it. This is written by Palab Ghosh. The BBC News. 
Crocodile found to have made herself pregnant. I'm sorry, what? Let's say that again. Crocodile mm-hmm. found to have made herself pregnant. Mm-hmm. First case of a crocodile who made herself pregnant has been identified at a zoo in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. She produced a photos, or is this the way they spell it in England? F O E T U S. I'm assuming that's fetus, but I've never seen fetus, that spelling. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's your She plan. produced a fetus that was 99.9% genetically identical to herself. To her almost the a phenom- clone. Isn't that freak show? Yes. The phenomenon of so-called virgin birth has been found in species of birds, fish, and other reptiles, but never before in crocodiles. Didn't know that about any of these things. Neither did I. I had heard it about frogs, but not really? any of these. Yeah, I did not know that. The scientists say the trait might be inherited from an evolutionary ancestor, so dinosaurs <laughs> may have also been capable of self-reproduction. The research has been published in the Royal Society Journal. The egg was laid by an 18-year-old female American crocodile in Park Reptiliana in January 2018. The fetus inside was fully formed but stillborn and so did not hatch. The crocodile who laid the egg was obtained when she was two years old and was kept apart for other, from other crocodiles for its entire life. Because of this, the park scientific team contacted Belfast-born Dr. Warren Booth, now working at Virginia Tech. He has been studying virgin births, known scientifically as parthenogenesis for 11 years. Dr. Booth analyzed the fetus and found that it was more than 99.9% genetically identical, confirming that it had no father. So like you said, almost like a clone. He told BBC News he wasn't surprised by the discovery. We see it in sharks, birds, snakes, and lizards, and it is remarkably common and widespread. Since when? No clue. He speculated that the reason that parthenogenesis has not been seen in crocodiles is because people have not been looking for instances of them. There was a big increase in reports of parthenogenesis when people started keeping pet snakes. But your average reptile keeper doesn't keep a crocodile. What? And I guess also the thing that's weird, because I said frogs, but frogs lay eggs, right? And then the tadpoles hatch. So that would. Yes. I don't know. I just think it's mind blowing. When I sent it to you, I put, uh, quote, uh, nature. (laughs) Jeff Uh, Goldblum. And then I said Jurassic Park Goldblum. (laughs) Yes. It's I have an enamel pin of him saying that, but it's so true. We try I to play it. God, and nature is like, no, I'm Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will, which is why we have to be careful. Yes, like they are starting to like experiment. They know they can make dinosaurs now. They know it, and yeah. woolly mammoths, all of it. Yeah, and I don't like just because no, just because you can doesn't mean you should. It's like pet cemetery. Please stop. Leave. Mm-hmm. Let it lay. Mm-hmm. Let mm-hmm. it lay. Mm-hmm. I Crazy, I would right? have loved to see a dodo bird because I love 
uh, Alice in Wonderland, but they're gone. And sure, I'm just going to have to trust gone. in the illustration in a book. Yep. Okay. Yep. Just going to have to. Let's, let's try to keep the animals we do have from extinction instead of trying to bring let's things to bring back. Bring some from the back. Dead. Right? We're what is this? The reanimator? The Oof, so weird. Then we circle back to AI. Come on. Now, what are we doing? I know. You know, it's like every avenue we have, climate change, all of it, we're just trying like to destroy ourselves. Yes. Okay. Well, listen, let's turn a corner into some sunshine right, right into our raves. That's the best part of our show anyway. The rest of it's it is just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, my rave this week is Sage. Uh, you can find them on the internet at sageusa.org. Uh, let me read you their story from their website here. Fighting for LGBTQ plus elders since 1978. I think that's a, a segment of the population we don't think about a ton. Um, over yeah. the pandemic, the those old gays, I think that's their handle, or these old gays. Yes. They got really popular, and I think that helped bring a little bit of light. But I certainly had no sure. idea that there was an organization since 1978. So anyway, right. <clears throat> for 40-plus years, SAGE has worked tirelessly on behalf of LGBTQ plus older people, building off the momentum of the Stonewall Uprising in the emerging LGBTQ plus civil rights movement a group of activists came together to ensure that LGBTQ plus older people could age with respect and dignity. SAGE formed a network of support for LGBTQ plus elders that's still growing and going today. SAGE is more than just an organization. It's a movement of loving, caring activists dedicated to providing advocacy, services, and support to older members of the LGBTQ plus community. LGBTQ plus elders fought and still fight for our rights, and we will never stop fighting for theirs. So that's just a little bit about them. <clears throat> but why should you donate right now? One segment of the community that gets uh, overlooked is the elderly. They may not be dancing on floats and pride parades, but Sage, based in New York, wants to change that. Um, they help advocate for them, the community, and their community on a federal, state, and local level. Donations help members work with legislators to inform them on LGBTQ plus aging issues in the hopes of changing policies and creating safe spaces for LGBTQ plus older people to come together and feel welcome. If you don't have a ton of extra money to throw around, Sage also asks for your support in the form of calling up your senators and telling them that you stand by the Equality Act. Um, I love let me that. just say I do too. Everyone so, can do that. Everyone can do that. Any phone calls I can make, I'll make. So there mm -hmm. you go. Call up your senators and tell them to support the Equality Act. So again, this organization is called SageUSA.org. I would assume that since we have listeners in other countries and this website specifically said USA, I would assume that they maybe mm -hmm. have branches of that organization in other countries as well. So look for them if you would like. SageUSA.org. Um, help support that LGBT. It's Pride Month, you guys. It's mm -hmm. Pride Month. This was a perfect time to do this. In fact, both of our raves are dedicated to that. So, But this is something we need to think about year-round, not just one month a year. Yes. So check them totally. out if you can. Thank you. That is lovely. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Um, our second rave for today is something that I'm sure many people may have heard of, but it is always worth a mention because this is a very well respected organization. And I personally know some people that have worked for it, like as volunteers really? or yeah. And, uh, a lot of organizations that I like and respect are in partnership with the Trevor project or give money to it. Um, it's critical again, it's pride month and we've been talking constantly. We're always going to talk about what's going on in this world and our country. And as far as people and their rights and kids need help now more than ever, just like the elderly gays need help and assistance and are often forgotten. Kids need it so seriously and the mental health aspects for children and the fear that they have to live in from either their own home, from possibly a religious group, possibly their school, a bully, whatever it is. Sometimes so, they're on love. Uh, yes. This is The Trevor Project. You can find them at thetrevorproject.org. The Trevor Project's mission is to end suicide among LGBTQ young people. That is their mission. That it breaks my heart that there has to be organizations specifically dedicated to that. But it is critical, and, and now more than ever, turning volunteers into life-saving crisis counselors. Crisis counselors are trained to answer calls, chats, or texts from LGBTQ young people who reach out on our free, confidential, and secure 24-7 service when they are struggling with issues such as coming out, LGBTQ identity, depression, and suicide. Counselors are chosen based on their dedication and commitment to the work. You do not need a driver's license to become a counselor, but there are a few requirements. Volunteers go through a comprehensive training program on trauma and LGBTQ competency that exceeds that of similar organizations. Ability to make a one-year minimum commitment with one three-hour shift per week. Pass a background check, have access to a personal computer and private space. So I don't think that's... Uh, a bad commitment three hours a week. And I'm saying for people who have the time to do something right, like that. Right. And I understand why they want a year commitment. They want people because you always get better at what you're doing as time goes on. So it's not like a one and done, like, Hey, you know what? I can go there and bag up lunches to give out to people today. It's like, they want to cultivate people who can actually help these kids. Yeah. Um, and have there be some sort of consistency to it. Uh, there's so much to look at on this website. I also love that there is a resource center. So this is important for people seeking it out for their own benefit, or maybe they're a parent or somebody who doesn't know much about it. And this can help educate them on what they don't already know about their child. Yeah. Uh, the resource center has all kinds of information on the following topics, sexual orientation, talking about suicide, mental health, community, and gender identity. Um, a wonderful, wonderful organization. They are a nonprofit and they do critical work. So look up the Trevor Project 
And uh, they also have ways that you can have a local fundraiser and things like that. So, very cool. Uh, yes. Thank you, there Jessica. You have it. Thank you, Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is. Well, do you want to tell everybody how to get a hold of us? We did it. Our late night edition. I, sh I know. It kept us under an hour. It's like our first year of the podcast. <laughs> uh, please find us at the Rants and Raves podcast on Instagram and Facebook, on TikTok at the Rants and Raves P. Please find our YouTube channel, like, subscribe, download, what have you, shorts and full episodes on the rants and raves podcast channel on youtube you can always send us an email at the rants and raves podcast at gmail.com or go to the contact button on our website www.therantsandravespodcast.com yay thank, thank you, you jessica um anything you need to share before we wrap it up <clears throat> don't i already so. admitted to uh picking up love island again i just pick it up every once in a while because yeah. like i don't have to pay attention to it i can do the dishes and whatever you know it's a right. i call it my palate cleanser i'll watch like this is although i have to admit this is the first time i've ever watched love island usa eh. oh eh. you prefer the like british the one kind of like the accents of course you are yawning. I'm just talking about the show, and you are yawning. <laughs> I, that's why I was stifling it. No, I'm saying, of course, because the accents <laughs> on anything is always better. I know. More interesting. Love it. Um, that's the only thing I've been doing. I don't know why I can't stop coughing. <laughs> I thought it was going to be done. Oh, my God. Anyway, that's the only thing I've been really doing, just zoning out. I hear you. I am going. No, I'm embarrassed to say I have like a stack of books that I haven't touched. Well, maybe when you travel, you can read. That's well, true. I have one. And I even said uh, I need to take this on my trip. So yeah, there we go. Well, I have nothing to report. Uh, we will be back next week. Jessica, as always, I enjoy you. Uh... Uh, same, my lady. <laughs> Uh, you know, humans, be careful with the power you're given. I'll just end with that. Oof. Uh, I always like to give us a little point to ponder, just something to think yes. about throughout the week from time to time. Sometimes they're serious. Sometimes they're not. This is a not serious one. It just fascinated me. Okay. Do you know what the strongest muscle in the human body is? The tongue. Oh, that's actually a really good guess. You would be incorrect, ma'am. Do you want a what second guess? The uh, strongest? Oh, you're going to guess. I'm not going to guess. Oh, you're not? I thought you were going to get a second guess. Uh-uh. You were close. You were close. The strongest muscle in the human body is the masseter, a.k.a. the jaw. A healthy jaw is capable of closing a set of teeth with a force of up to 200 pounds. According to the what? Library of Congress. Well, tell that to my tooth that broke in half when I bit into an unpitted olive. <gasps> oh, no. Not recently. <laughs> no, but I'm still paying the piper for it. Yeah, no joke. 
But that's because your jaw is so strong and your teeth yes. are like, I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what happened, actually. I mean, 200 pounds. That's why, like, my cat is a that's big nuts. old cat. He's a gorilla cat. And when he bites, it hurts. And I'm like, well, yeah, now uh-huh. knowing that if we can bite 200 pounds, he can bite a couple. Also, I bet that's the same for every animal. Think about <laughs> think about a snake, like a boa or an anaconda or a massive python. And how they can stretch that jaw open around a deer. Yeah. What about those hippos crunching down on a pumpkin? The size That's of, why I don't know what. Hippos are one of the most dangerous animals on the planet. Yes. They kill more humans every year than a lot of other animals. It's crazy. I think more yeah. than lions. <laughs> yeah. You got to be careful of these jaws running around here. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> All right. We'll be back next week. Uh, Indeed. Careful of those Careful of them jaw muscles or do what I do. Talk a lot. Work them out. Be ready for whatever comes your way. All right. Bye, (laughs) Jessica. (laughs) Bye-bye.